welcome to Where Passion Meets Truth by Shield Sisters Initiative. We are two best friends who co-founded a community for women entrepreneurs who want to live their passion and embrace their truth. I'm Raywin, a self-love coach obsessed with coffee, mustaches, and all things community. And I'm Megan, a truth-seeking super nerd with a passion for mental health, books, and mindset. Each month, we'll bring you a couple of guest interviews, goal-setting tips, and mindset-changing topics to guide you on your journey of living your passion and embracing your truth. This week, we have Emily Swanda, a productivity and success coach for moms at Improved Life. She helps driven, high-achieving women design a life that leads them to success and satisfaction. As moms, we have so many roles to play, and it's very hard to balance them all and still remain sane. With some thought, planning, and carefully developed systems and routines, Emily will help you pr improve productivity and mindset. Finally, the life you've always desired is right there in front of you. In addition to working with her coaching clients, she owns and operates a house cleaning business that was started in college. She's a total type A personality and loves to clean and organize. Both of her quote-unquote jobs don't feel like work at all. She has two sons with her husband who keep them busy with sports and music activities. Whenever she does have free time, you can find her reading, watching reruns of Friends, or working out. Hey, Emily, we're so happy you have to join us. I am so excited to be here. Obviously, I'm struggling with my words a little bit today. <laughs> That's all right. I was glad to be here and talk with you gals. Yeah, so is this, um, how many podcasts have you ever been on? I'm just really curious because I love talking to people mm -hmm. who've been on podcasts and finding everyone's podcasts to listen to. Um, I have been on three other ones. So one of them has aired already and then two other ones I have not aired yet. So I'm kind of getting into this, but I am loving it. I meet so many new people in the online space and I myself love to listen to podcasts. So the fact that I'm actually being interviewed on them is like surreal. I still have to kind of pinch myself like <laughs> that it's really happening. So I am so excited to be here. I can't wait to talk to you guys. That's so awesome. Yeah, I've been on a couple as well, and it's always so much fun. Um, but make sure you send us the links to the other ones so that way we can take a listen because, like I said, oh, I sure. love to listen to everyone's podcasts, and I'm, I'm on my way to becoming a podcast junkie, I think. Yeah, I am too. Well, since I clean houses, um, like about four hours a day usually is my uh, cleaning schedule for my other business and I am always listening to a podcast so I listen to at least 16 hours of podcasts a week <laughs> so I try to be as productive as I can even if I'm cleaning you know I would probably like cleaning a lot more if I paired it with my podcast so I think I think I'm going to do that. I, I always have my daughter around when I'm cleaning, so she kind of distracts me. Yeah. Um, but maybe I can find a way to get her to listen to Little Einstein's theme song in the living room Great and idea. I'll listen to a podcast in the kitchen. Great idea. Just have one earbud in. <laughs> you have to figure out what works, but yeah. Yeah, exactly. So um, we really want to start out by just telling our audience where what your passion is and kind of how you 
melded that with your truth. And I know that for some people, passion and truth is 100% intertwined. But a lot of us also find that we haven't found that genius spot yet. And so I love hearing from our guests where their passion is, where their truth is, and how they got there. So do you want to start out with telling us about your passion? Yeah, sure. I'd love to. Um, I've always been very, very passionate about self-improvement. So like this first started appearing way back in like middle school for me when I got into exercising. Um, I started doing the step aerobics videos that my mom had, like Jane Fonda and Kathy Smith. I mean, they're old now, but they're like, I loved them so much. So I started thinking, wow, look at what I'm capable of. This is amazing. And then I started venturing out more into like self-help, like more of the mind work and how our minds work and develop habits and our different behaviors and everything. And I just was so fascinated with what makes some people successful and some don't become as successful as they want to be. So I've always really been passionate in general about self-help and personal development. And when I was thinking about how my passion is maybe similar or not similar to my truth, like I couldn't really separate it. So I think I have come to the place now finally um, where they are the same because I there was no way that I could really separate the two when I sat down and thought about it. So I think for me that makes me feel um, like I'm on the right path, like I'm finally doing my purpose in life and that is just so incredibly fulfilling to me to say I have found my place and now it's just the time in my life where I can just really get to it and just really be focused and driven to do the best that I can do and help as many people as I can help. Yes. Oh my gosh. So I totally discovered my love for self-help and self-love and all of that in middle school too. Like when I was in middle school and high school, my favorite aisle at Barnes and Noble was the self-help aisle and my friends and I would when we'd be at the mall instead of you know hanging out outside the movies or in front of the water fountain or whatever we would sit in the self-help aisle and we would read as many self-help books as we could. Yep that sounds like me <laughs> totally. I always felt a little bit different than uh, my other classmates and just felt like maybe I was weird in some way. Like I didn't really get all this excitement about like going shopping for clothes and everything. I was more of like, I just want to go home and read this awesome book about habits or, you know, like kind of in a nerdy way, but it just was so fulfilling for me and I just enjoyed every minute of it. So yeah, it was, it was a great time. So what really inspired you to take it beyond just your own personal study or your own personal journey and turn it into improved life where you are out there inspiring women every single day? Okay, well, this goes back several years, I think, if I really stop to think about it. Um, since I was always so into the working out and self-development, um, I think other people in my life just kind of noticed that and they were, I would be like, why aren't they, well, it came both ways actually. Like they would be like, how do you do this? How do you stay so disciplined? So I would just kind of explain to them my thought process, which seems so 
natural. I'm like, well, why don't you guys understand it this way? I mean, it's just common sense, right? But no, it's not. And so then I started thinking, okay, well, maybe if they're having some issues with doing this in their own life and they want to, maybe there's some way that I can help them. So it would just be like me giving my friends or my family advice, you know, just casually during conversations or family dinners or whatever. And I was like, I really enjoy this. I love feeling like I have some value to provide. I love seeing that when they do take my advice here and there that I notice things are shifting for them. So it kind of made me feel purposeful and have like that little bit of um, power maybe, I, I guess maybe is the word. Like I had my gift that I was finally giving. Um, and then, so when I was going to college, I was studying elementary education. I had several family members in the education um, profession, so I always kind of admired them and loved school myself. So to me, that was just kind of a natural choice to go into school to be a teacher. And although I loved learning all about it and loved student teaching and all that stuff, what I really, really loved was my uh, psychology classes, which I was minoring in at the time, which now thinking back, I'm like, well, I kind of sh should have probably flip-flopped those because psychology was more my thing. But um, long story short, I just decided that I had this natural gift, and this interest and passion to help other people live their ideal lives and I just couldn't wait to share everything that I had learned with them. I'm like, you have to know this. You have to start implementing this into your life and you'll see how awesome it is. So then I started my house cleaning business because I wanted to help moms that just were overwhelmed with everything they have to do. I mean, most of them were professional women working or own their own businesses. They just couldn't handle everything on their plate as well as they wanted to. So something had to give and that was the house cleaning. Since I love to clean, I was more than happy to start doing that. I got to see the relief and the happiness that I provided to them when I came to clean their houses. And then over the years, I thought, well, is, I just wish there was some deeper way that I could help besides just cleaning. It just became like it wasn't enough anymore for me. So I thought, well, maybe if I could venture into the online space, I could help women not only like balance out like how to organize and, and clean and stuff, but I could also talk about the time management issues that we all struggle with and um, more of like really honing into what your dreams are and to help them make their dreams come true since I feel blessed that mine are coming true right now. So that is basically my story in a nutshell. That is so inspiring because I think that so many of us get stuck in that feeling of, I want to help other people. I need to help other people. I feel fulfilled when I help other people, but how can I make a difference? I can't. I can't make a difference because I have all of this that I'm doing or because I'm just little old me. Why would anyone listen to me? How can I make a difference? But the thing is, is that even something as small as when you first started your house cleaning business, you were making a difference in someone's life. And I think that it's easy for us to get swept up into this image that we have to do so much, so much in order for it to be a difference. We have to be Mother Teresa or we won't make a difference at all when in this time 
it's we need the grassroots and grassroots is what I'm a hundred percent about. I love, even if I can help one person, then I feel like I've accomplished something because that's what my goal in life is to do. Even if I just raise my daughter to be confident and to have self love and to know that she can be what she wants to be, then I've succeeded. And I think that we all often can get swept up in this big idea that we have to be huge or famous to do something. Yes, I could not agree with you more, 100%. Um, sometimes I would kind of question myself, okay, what are people going to say if I leave the teaching career um, that I started and start my own house cleaning business, or actually grow my house cleaning business, because I started it when I was still in college. But um, so I was like, what are they going to say? It's like, I went to school for nothing, you know, kind of like that. So I was trying to see it from outside perspective and I shouldn't have because it kind of um, made me question everything because I was like I don't want to just be a house cleaner right but then I decided that no this is my way of living the lifestyle that I want to live with my husband and future children um, and I just wanted to have that control and that power over my my life I only got one life so I wanted to make sure I use it how I want so providing value in that way allowed me to kind of balanced everything that I wanted in my life. So I didn't let the idea of like wasting my college years or anything like that get stop me from growing this business that I have absolutely loved and I've met so many amazing women throughout it. So that self-doubt and questioning like am I really providing enough value in the world? It can be um, your worst enemy if you let it. And I'm just so thankful that I just like kicked it to the curb and said, no, I'm going to do what feels right for me. And I don't really care what anybody else has to say about it. Oh my goodness. Don't we know that struggle? Seriously. Like I think Megan and I both went to college for something that we ended up not working in at all. College and got degrees in something that we didn't end up pursuing as our career. Oh my gosh. Yeah, totally. I mean, I, <laughs> I started out going to college to become a paralegal. Um, so like a legal assistant for attorneys. And then I switched over to business management. And then I switched over to human resources and organizational leadership. And I have not had a single career position um, since I've graduated that has put me in the field of human resources um, or organizational leadership. And I think with, you know, those, that college education, it comes with so much more than just, you know, what, whatever you major or minor in, but it gives you the experience of, okay, well, I tried this, this is nice, but maybe there's something else out there for me. And I think, Emily, with you kind of balancing the house cleaning as well as, um, you know, working with women and inspiring, inspiring them on a regular basis, and then also being, you know, trying to decide if, you know, sticking with the teaching is working for you. I think there's so many women who are in that space right now. They're just, they have a lot of options that are available to them, but they're not exactly sure which one they should really truly go for. Um, do you find that the women that you work with are kind of struggling with those similar situations? I do. They, they tend to question themselves very similar to how, what I did. Like, should I, should I leave this job that I said that I wanted 
it was great for a while, but now it's just not fulfilling me that way. So maybe I should just stick, stay here, you know, since it was what I said I wanted. But I think what we have to understand is that um, our our life kind of goes in seasons. So at, at one point in your life, that might have been like the perfect position for you, the perfect job, the perfect career, and provided you everything that you needed at the time. But then as we grow and develop and we're constantly trying to, you know, improve ourselves and to reach that next stage of our life, we can't expect the old stuff to still fit with our new self. So just being able to release that um, idea that once you have this education and then you get this job, you're stuck is a huge um, eye-opening experience for the clients I work with. Um, some of them have actually decided to change their careers or to become a stay-at-home mom. And just to have them finally say, oh my gosh, I cannot believe I was letting this idea that I had to stay in this job just because I went to school for this job, that was holding me back. I can't believe I let that idea stay with me for all these years because then they actually feel free and unrestricted and actually can then everything kind of falls into place at that point for them and they feel like there's a whole new world that has just opened up and they were the ones that were keeping the door closed so once that curtain can open and that door opens and they can move on it's it's so awesome to see i think discovering that truth is probably your biggest life challenge for anyone and I know that uh, Megan and I both recently without within the last few years have been working on that and for me like I always knew I wanted to do something for self-love to change the world to empower women but I couldn't narrow it down I struggled so much to narrow it down I got a journalism degree because I wanted to start a magazine well I do have a magazine now but that's more of a passion project because I realized I really didn't want that to be where I was making my money because I didn't want to spend so much time stressed as a journalist. But I went through and got the degree just to f figure that out. And then I still was like, I want to do something. I don't know. Self-love coaching isn't a thing. I can't do that. People, why would people want to listen to me? Why would they want to pay me for it? And then I had my daughter and I discovered so much more and I was like, oh, here, this is where I am. This is what I'm doing. And I think that sometimes we try to rush it and we're not at the right stage to go through it. And I think that we don't realize that maybe there's something else you need to work on. You just think, oh, this isn't going to work for me. Yes, I completely agree with you on that, um, especially with the whole concept of like rushing it. We're, we live in a society where everything is so fast paced that we feel like we need to have everything figured out right now, um, but we don't. We, we can give ourselves a little bit of grace and the permission to say, okay, I want to change my mind on this, but I'm not really sure what I'm going to be changing it to. And it's okay that I take a little time to figure this out for me and I'm the only person that I need permission from to go forth and find out what my passion is or what my truth is so that I can start to really live the life that I'm meant to live. I just think that we need to understand that our, I don't know, like we're not stuck in this rigid place. Like that's not what life is meant to be, I don't believe. I think it's just um, our time that we are able to 
use our gifts and our strengths and abilities to um, I don't, to just like make our mark in the world and leave it a better place than how we found it. And if for a time in your life it's doing such and such, then that's awesome. And then if you feel pulled to do something else, then that's totally fine because maybe you've provided the value that the world needed from you in that space, in that time. And now it's time for you to kind of um, move to the next area. So I think we all have a lot of gifts that we can provide and we don't need to like close our mind and limit it to just one tiny little thing. And like f when I first started my house cleaning business, like after when I was really starting to grow it after um, I left my full-time job after college, I mean, that was like my full-time thing. I put all of my energy into that and to get as many clients as I could and provide as much value as I could to those clients. And then I was 100% happy, could not have been happier doing that. Well, then over time, I thought, you know, I think there's something more for me. And the fact that I didn't shut that thought off, that desire to branch out was huge because now I know that this is my purpose. This is my truth. And so, and maybe, you know, 10 years down the road, maybe I will discover something different. I don't know, but I'm not going to uh, rule anything out. I'm going to stay in tune to my, my mind and just kind of be aware of what desires I have and just kind of follow it because it makes life seem a little bit more exciting that way I think when you're knowing that okay well maybe down the road I'm going to have some different ideas and different desires and that's okay because it makes life really exciting. Yes we are constantly on this journey like life doesn't begin or end at one spot that we stay in. It's not stagnant. We're always growing. We're always changing. And even so much that even if you don't want to change, you are changing because things are happening in your life. And to think that you have to be this one person, the same exact person for your whole life is just not, it's not productive. It's not going to put you in that proper mindset or that even that fulfilled feeling you're going to feel weird if you're constantly fighting this idea of changing or accepting new opportunities into your life and so Emily what would you say is your number one tip for finding that genius spot between passion and truth where it's like yeah it might be your spot for just right now but it's still your spot yes I think for to find out where your genius spot is at the time you just need to really take a few minutes of quiet time. I know that's kind of hard to do in the in the busy, chaotic world we live in, but you're going to really notice that when you take some time to actually be in tune to your thoughts, there's a lot of stuff there that you had no idea was there. It's like you look into your mind from an outsider's view, like an observer, and you're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I was thinking this, or oh, this desire is actually here and I keep putting it off because I'm afraid or this sounds scary or what will people think? But if you actually start to look at your thoughts and your desires and just kind of follow them to where they lead you, then usually if you just follow your desire, it leads you to where you are meant to be at this moment. 
And the only reason sometimes we don't follow our desires is because of fear and all those self-limiting beliefs. So that's the thing that I like to work a lot with my clients on is just breaking down all of those mindset issues that we have built up over the years and aren't even aware of. So that is a big thing that I like to work with my clients on. And and they hear that we're going to be working on mindset and they're like, oh no, this is going to be like woo woo stuff. But it's not. It's just like actually pausing, taking a, a look inside of your brain. So it it's not as weird as some may think. It's very, very beneficial. Yeah, I think that the... I, I actually can't remember where I wrote this the other day, but I wrote it in some online communication. It may have been a newsletter or a blog post, but people, they have this like block about mindset. They think that it's, yeah, this woo woo thing or the only people who work on their mindset are people who go to yoga and eat all natural and are crunchy granola people. But it's like, no, literally mindset is setting your mind to something. And in order for you to set your mind to whatever that is, you do have to do some digging or you have to find the negatives and get rid of them. Because if they're still sitting there in your mind and clouding it, you can't, they're obstacles in your path. They are blocking you from getting to your destination. And I think that just accepting that you are on your path for whatever your current destination is already breaks down so many of those blocks. Yep, that is completely right. Couldn't agree any more than that. It's awesome. But when I tell them that we're going to be working on mindset, I just kind of anticipate that they're going to kind of push back a little bit. And then once we get through all those um, self-limiting beliefs that they've had for all these years, like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad I didn't... um, just give up, you know, when things got a little bit uncomfortable, because it is a little uncomfortable at first when you start to see all the thoughts that you have, and the ones that are cluttering up all the space. And it's kind of like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm letting this all happen. What's wrong with me? I'm like, there's nothing wrong with you. We all have these negative thoughts or whatever that kind of clutter our brain. And we it's just time, just like your house, every now and then you're like, oh my gosh, where did all this stuff come from? I don't know how I let it get this cluttered. And um, you're just like, okay, that's fine. I just need to spend an afternoon in, in declutter. And that's kind of what you need to do with your brain every now and then is just like, take a look at what you've let in, um, reorganize it, clean it out, and get rid of the stuff that's no longer serving you. And it does not have to be a big deal. Yeah, we are constantly flooded with messages, whether they're messages from the media, messages from society, the people we interact with on a daily basis so much so that we're not even just that, but if you're driving down the street and there's a smell that comes in, that's going to trigger a message in your brain. Maybe it's a memory or maybe it's something you don't like. Like it's everything is interconnected with these messages and we really have to weed through them and so thinking that you're going to just be have no messages have no negativity it's that's not life living a life that is um, completely comfortable is not actually living your life because there are going to be those moments where you will feel uncomfortable and whether you are 
willingly feeling uncomfortable versus unwillingly feeling uncomfortable, I think is the big, big, like, big, what is that word? Like, aha moment. Like, I will willingly make myself feel uncomfortable so that I'm not caught off guard by my emotions or by something. Like, I'd rather, you know, work on something at home and cry at home than be at a coffee shop and I overhear someone say something that triggers something and I have no idea what it is and I have a crazy panic attack and start crying hysterically in a coffee shop. Like, it seems extreme, but that's what'll happen if you don't make yourself uncomfortable. I just have to say that that doesn't sound extreme. That sounds like a very normal occurrence for me. <laughs> I know that sounds crazy. Um, but when, like Emily said, when your house is cluttered, it, um, or excuse me, when your mind is cluttered, um, it's going to trigger all of those negative thoughts. And so having that panic attack at the coffee shop, that's definitely a very real thing that could definitely potentially happen to somebody. So taking their time to... Um, to work on that and to focus on the decluttering and being able to give yourself that space to work on those things is incredibly important. So Raywin, you, you just blew my mind with that. I love that. Well, realizing that was really a big turning point for me because when I was 20, I had started a new birth control and it was really affecting my hormones. But not only that, I was also going through a lot with my family and I had just moved home from a big university that I'd only been at for two years and I decided I was not going to continue there so I was quitting and I had all of this in my head and I was like no no I'm fine I'm fine this is what I need to do I'm fine and I would have over 20 panic attacks a day literally I would be working at a frozen yogurt shop and I worked the morning shift so not too many people were coming in because all of the kids were at school and I found myself alone for a lot of the day at that yogurt shop and I would just be having these full-blown panic attacks, unable to breathe. Like, I'm sure if they were watching me on the video, they thought there was something wrong with me and I ended up going to therapy for it because I was like, okay, I know I have an anxiety disorder, but this is ridiculous over 20 panic attacks a day like this is not how I want to live my day-to-day -day life and I started practicing um, emotional freedom technique which is called EFT and that made me realize like I need to address these negative feelings because having all these panic attacks is not where I want to be and realizing to address those negative feelings on my own time instead of being forced to address them when I don't want to, when I'm out in the world. It was just a big, big thing for me. Yes, I've only had one panic attack in my life, but yeah, anxiety is also an issue that I have struggled with in the past. And it seems really common, I don't know, for, for women. I, we just, I think, are more in tune to our, our thoughts and everything. And we just let things really, um, I guess, make me stay longer than they're welcome. <laughs> and if those thoughts, no, if we never make those thoughts leave, then they're going to come up at some point. We can try with all of our might to push them down and to keep them at bay. But 
that alone is exhausting and it's taking away our mental energy that we should be spending on our passions and the way we can help people in our lives. So um, I think if you can really get your mind in the right order, everything else literally comes so much easier and you just become a much more alive, vibrant person. So yeah, I can agree with both of you gals on the anxiety issues there for sure. Yeah, that energy has to come out in some way and you can either make it come out in a productive way where you are getting rid of it and addressing it or it will come out in a way that might be for some people a panic attack, other people it might be a sudden fit of rage or it could be sudden bouts of crying. It's going to come out in some way and to feel like you have that control of your life and to feel like your life is your life and not just something that's accidentally happening to you and you're a victim, that is the big, big thing. And um, we are just about reaching our time limit. We like to keep it around 30 minutes for our busy listeners. So I just wanted to say thank you to you, Emily. And do you have any last resources or closing information you wanna make sure our listeners get from you? Feel free to just shout it out right now. Okay, great. Well, this has been amazing. I have enjoyed every second of this. So thank you so much. Um, if anybody wants to hear more about the products that are the programs that I have, um, my website is at improvedlife.com. That's E-M-P-R-O-V-E-D, life.com. And also, if you want to join a Facebook group of other women who are just striving to get to the next level of life and just really hone into their passions, I have a Facebook group called Empire of Moms, and the more the merrier. I'd love to see you there. And I'm, I'm really active in there and um, connect with everyone, so I would love to see you there. Episode 6 is sponsored by Jessica Bartram. Jessica Bartram is a hypnotherapist and habit coach. She teaches passionate women how to change their habits and create a more mindful life. She also empowers children through meditation at kidswhomeditate.com. Thank you so much for sponsoring us. Awesome. Well, thank you so much again, Emily, for joining us and sharing your experience with us. Um, your insights are going to prove very valuable to our listeners. We are so thankful for um you to take some time out of your day and join us today thanks megan thanks so much and thank you so much for everyone listening to our podcast today we really hope that emily's tips and our conversation has helped you to see where you are in your life and to you know get to that place where your passion meets truth so we'll talk to you next week i uh, hope you have a great day and thanks again emily